0: Surprise, motherfucker! My name is Riley Barnes, and this is another episode of Don't Mind Me. I just want to start this off with, uh, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you being here, listening to me, interacting with me. Some fun stuff. Um, I'm making this episode because yesterday, March 21st, 2022... I hit my f- a year, I hit my first year officially since I released my first episode of my podcast. And that being said, I wanted to make a little celebratory episode. So I'm joined with uh, my beautiful guest star, my puppy Rue. Yeah, I'm talking about you, honey. I'm talking about you. Um, so if you hear crunching, don't mind that. I'm going to try to edit it out not sure how that's gonna go but she's really digging this bone right here pause Um. so listen bro I was gonna post this episode yesterday on the date the 21st so it could be like you know one year and then a year but I discovered that my three oxalotls were in a beef and the two white ones had chewed off the foot and half the tail of my little black one so we had to go get emergency tank and put him in his own tank and now we're trying to get him nursing and back to health and whatnot so I spent yesterday setting that up and making sure he was good on his own we got him a much bigger tank than the other two fuckheads because they wanted to fuck around and now they are jealous probably Um, so he's gonna be alright hopefully Um, and I love axolotls, but these guys were assholes. Like when I had to scoop him out of the tank earlier, bro, uh, he was hiding in the skull hideaway that I have, and the black one was hiding anyway. And the two white ones were up there, like, swimming around my hand, you know, they was being real friendly with me. And then I pulled the skull up so I could get the black uh, axolotl, and his name's Toothless, by the way. The black one, he looks just like the Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon, so I named him Toothless. The white ones, it's uh, the male... Alpha guy, the one that's really the big bully around here, his name is Valentine, because he's white and he's got like a pinkish tint, and then there's another white one, and he's got like a greenish tint, and we call him E.T., because he glows under a black light, but they don't like light, so I don't use the black light, but just know that he glows underneath the black light. Um, yeah, so Toothless, I had to scoop him out the water, and when I lifted the skull up, they just immediately started trying to nip at him. So then I started beefing with my fish for real. Like I, f- I pushed one away from him and he nipped at me. So then I pushed him again. The other one came up and nipped at him. So I had to push him away and I scooped him into the bowl. And I had to back the other two off and I lift him up. And yeah, I, I started doing the process of, you know, getting the transition ready and making sure he was all right. And then slowly but surely transitioned him to the water so it was a healthy transition. And I just fed him and he was eating well. So now we're back to the road of recovery. And that's why I didn't post yesterday, but don't worry, today's the 22nd of the of the March, and it's just the day after, but my fish's life is very important, friends. It's important as hell. Toothless must survive. So that's why I didn't post yesterday. My apologies, fellas. I wanted to kind of make an episode and talk about what this year as a podcaster has like been like. Um, I'm not going to release too many of my stats. But um, I will give you the thought behind each of the early episodes and uh, some of them I feel like my opinion has changed so I'm going to go and tell you my, the different opinions. And then I've got a few other things written down that I'll bring up once I'm done recapping what this year has been like but I didn't want to start off with my first episode debuted with 124 plays. It's only 36 minutes and 55 seconds long, and it's called, Is Weed a Gateway Drug? Should You Trip Every Six Months? Oh, That was a bit rough of a title, not going to lie to you, but I, I don't have any defense, it's just what it's called. Um, in that episode, I'm pretty sure I had Ethan with me, and uh, you know, we talked about if we thought weed was a gateway drug obviously i'm pretty sure at the time we both thought no it wasn't but we like i guess we could comprehend why somebody would um and i can't really remember how each one of these episodes went i'm not sure if you guys know but i don't listen to my own episodes because like i record it and then i hear it so many times when i'm editing it so i don't actually listen to the like the posted product like I'll pop in if I feel like one part is questionable or something to see how it sounds after after the final or whatever but uh yeah I don't like the sound of my voice really so, so I try not to try not to listen to my own stuff um and I don't remember 100% what each of these episodes talked about in full deep or uh to the depth of every detail but I do I do know that at that time I did not think it was a gateway drug and now I do I th- I definitely understand why it would be um, because uh, a lot of people in the audience I guess either are or have been a smoker and everybody knows like everybody said the phrase oh I wish I could get high for the first time again you know and I think that's the reason it's a gateway drug because you just as you keep chasing that same high you just build up that tolerance and eventually you'll never get it again and then you need more or you want to get higher so then you experiment with other stuff and I I see I see why now one year later I see why. And should you trip every six months I think the idea for that spurred from something I saw on a Twitter thread and there was a really controversial like debate in the in the comment sections retweets and stuff so I was like scrolling through that and I was getting people's opinions and forming my own opinion and I don't remember what my opinion was but I've only ever tripped twice in my life at this point and at that point I had only ever tripped once and I don't know tripping is not for everybody it's not for me I only do a, i I've only tried to two psychedelics and I'm not an expert on psychedelics but I don't like acid and I don't like shrooms I've never tried them but I don't want to because they seem super lengthy um, I've tried salvia it was alright I don't recommend it don't condone it um, and DMT was Pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of liked it, but I don't recommend that, and I don't condone that either. That's just my honest opinion. But I still, as of now, I don't give a fuck about what I said a year ago. I mean, it, it might be cool to hear about what I said a year ago, but at this point, I'm not sure what it was. I just, I just know that now, I, I don't think you should trip every couple of months unless you're. Unless you're one of those people that enjoy it, but um, I, don't, I don't think it's for a lot of people. It's it's not for a lot. Um, and then going on to the second episode I posted, it, it's called Off the Deep End, and it's an hour and three minutes long, so about twice as long as the last episode. And I'm going to peek at the description. It says, It says, this one goes out to those looking for somebody, comma, to those who feel alone in such a world which was stupid vague of me I don't know why that was vague of me but my retention rates weren't too bad uh I think that episode was with Billy and Toms and shout out shout out to Toms He's he's been on a couple episodes and he really brings the energy with him when he comes through I'm trying to get him on again just not really sure how the schedule is going to work um, And Bill's I miss you bud i I'm not I remember I think in that episode we talked about something along the lines of foster care and the experience with with foster families, probably my experience and I think that just kind of turned into its own conversation and went in a bunch of different directions if I'm not mistaken with and honestly if if you're the type of person that comes to my podcast to listen to the to the heart tugging stuff. That would be a good episode for you, for real. Um, And, oh, I forgot to mention, these are all in Season 1, by the way. So, Season 1, Episode 1 is Weed a Gateway Drug. Um, Season 1, Episode 2, Off the Deep End. Season 1, Episode 3 is called So What's Real. And if I'm not mistaken, um, it was me and my childhood friend, Will. And this was the first time him and I had spoken in, like... I mean, we've texted back and forth every here and there, and we kept in touch every now and again, but I mean, this is the first time him and I have exchanged, like, words, like, with our voice, and since I was in, like, fifth grade, honestly, and I mean, when I was a child, he was one of my, deep, my closest friends, but the description for this episode says, in this episode, my friend and I got into whether being bad is natural or natural. Or taught in this episode my friend so the description says in this episode my friend and I got into whether being bad in quotations is natural or taught he provided another account of psychs and I got into conspiracies that are questionably possible so tune in and expand your mind um, and I like that I said expand your mind because nowadays when I'm when I'm telling people that aren't really familiar with my podcast about it um they're like oh well what's it about and it's so hard to just slap one genre or or topic of summarization onto my podcast because here it don't mind me there's there's very few that we won't talk about very few topics we won't speak about and, and somebody kind of described it to me the other day as an open mind podcast and since then I've been like really like attached to that term an open mind podcast because this this show has has the potential to have a lot of substance if it doesn't already but I like it being called an open mind podcast because you really you really need to have one to be able to listen to the to the show because I mean we talk about some crazy stuff stuff that doesn't make sense oh we're getting a facetime call we're getting a FaceTime call. Who, who's on the FaceTime on the air with me? Hello? No way. Hello? Hello? Who, who, Damien, is this you? Like, like we're not on FaceTime? It's for the podcast. But obviously. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Back to what I was saying. Um, what was I saying? Eureka, that's right. I was saying, the things we talk about require you to be able to develop your own train of thought, and you have to. You can't just willy-nilly on the surface of that train of thought, I mean you gotta go through the thick, through the thin, it's just crazy, your train of thought has got to go every which direction, you gotta be able to accept other people's opinions, um, even if it's a, a disagreement from yours, Like, just you just gotta be like, alright, well that's your opinion, fair enough, um, but... Back to the episode at hand, I'm pretty sure, I'm actually not sure what take I had on if being bad was natural or taught, but I think now that there are two different types. I think the the type of bad that is judgmental and opinionated, like racism and sexism and all of the political views and whatnot that is taught that is influenced by your parents your peers your elders Um, the music you listen to the stuff you see on social media it's all taught now I think that there's some naturally bad people in the terms of mental illness and uh, people that turn trauma into being a monster and not having correct coping mechanisms and healthy coping mechanisms and instead go through murdering people and raping people and kidnapping people and all types of shit like that i think that that bad is very very natural and it's beyond bad that is evil i think that is a natural evil that develops in the mental state and if it's not taken care of at an early stage will develop into you being a physical monster and i think that at some point of you being a physical monster we should draw the line and probably somewhere say that it's okay for you to be killed um, now i'm not sure what conspiracy that i tapped into on that one but i know that that's a really content rich episode because that man has an iq a lot higher than mine and I do appreciate Will for being on that episode as well. Um, moving on to the, I'm s- I'm sure it's the fourth episode, which is the last episode of season one. Uh, this was published on April 4th, and it was 51 minutes and three seconds long, and it was starring Sky, whom I met. <laughs> Through a mutual peer. And she offers a unique perspective to a lot of things. And this description says. Sky and I went deep with this one. Nothing in this episode is directed toward any individual. I hope to make all my listeners feel at peace with this one. And it's called Loyalty or Love. Well it's Loyalty and then I got like three big alligators eating the loyalty. Because it's greater than love in my opinion. Um, and her and I where we break down a male's perspective versus a female's perspective of different things and topics that happen within relationships and whatnot and um you know go over a bunch of questions that the audience had in relation to advice of relationships um and that is actually one of my better performing episodes. A lot of people enjoyed that episode quite the amount. And I actually enjoyed recording it a bunch, too, to be honest with you. Um, this retention rate was pretty high. It was right around uh, about, I want to say, like, 48% of people that was listening to the podcast made it to the last, within the last five minutes which is honestly like really good uh especially for that early era of my podcast um and I'm pretty sure that this episode if I if I'm not mistaken uh I actually am mistaken so never mind um That episode's a really good episode to listen to. If you are having any questions about a relationship, we might touch base on something and maybe spur a couple ideas or something. We talk about healthy coping mechanisms and how strong of a skill communication is and should be. But after after that episode had posted, that was the finale of the first season just to see how my podcast would go. Um, I wanted to make like a relatively short but sweet Content-rich season that just sees what goes on and if people would want me to be a podcaster and if people would listen, and they did. A lot of people did. Um, And then I took about a month and a half break from posting so I could restructure and create some new ideas and such uh, without the pressure of being rushed, I guess. Because at that time, for some dumbass reason, I was posting the, every at least once every four days. And then, I mean, that's just crazy, dog. And then, you know, I had taken the break. And then season one, or season two, episode one, was 41 minutes and 30 seconds long. And that launched in June. Wait, yeah. June, June 18th, yeah, sorry, I was doing a little bit of calculations. It said, the the description says, Graphic content, welcome back, thank you for enduring the break, season 2 is here. and this, There is so much more in the books, join me every other weekend from here out. Always welcome and open the feedback, participate in my yellows, and maybe your question or topic will appear in the next episode. And this episode is called the reality of the reality of was starring um one of my good friends Nikki and she had i think we started the conversation off with you know a little breakdown of who she was and how we met all that type of stuff and then we got into we got into a really deep conversation of um I think it was honestly rape, if I'm not mistaken, and getting the, the perspective of somebody on that end of things. And it got really deep and there was other topics, but I'm pretty sure that was the focal point of that episode. And I'm not really going to touch base on that one because if you want to listen to it, you can. It's there, the reality of. I've, I always post an episode every here and there that is something I feel needs to be talked about or should be brought to the some sort of light. And that's where, you know, my super deep ones come out of, like, the reality of, and the one with Ethan where, I t- where we talk about depression, like, strictly just that. Um, it's, it's for a reason. I'm doing it to, like, uh, it's, it's like baby steps into being the face of some sort of awareness movement or something like that, you know? Something that brings light to the subject of depression, and maybe we can make a change. Baby steps for that um so the next episode season two episode two was my my best friend and i it's called carl conversations it's an hour and a minute and we was in the car on our way home from vacation and i'll read you the description right here it says thank you everybody for tuning in means the absolute world to me in this episode carl and i just kind of let you guys join in on our conversation as we made our way back from vacation I do apologize for the length of this one, but it's a rather good episode in my opinion. Be sure to let me know what you guys think on the new website, and there's a link. But I'm not sure that that website is actually worth anything, because uh, after like, I don't know, two or three weeks of trying to run it, it just stopped working. The, the host of it just didn't let me get on it, so I just stopped using it. And then it says, post-edit PSA, please don't mind the cuts in the episode as the file was very large. I had to compress and segment. To make the recording easier to upload, thank you for understanding. And I think by that I mean down here at the bottom, I you it's you can't move a file a certain size or larger to the platform I use to release the episode. And I I don't record on the same episode on the same software I use to edit, and I don't use any of those same things to release. And I'm so I'm moving files around all the time. And so I had to chop this episode into four separate files to be able to move it all. And um, that's what those cuts are, is that. Yeah, the chopping of the episodes so I can move it. But this episode was super fun. There were some crazy questions in there. And, I mean, it was just all around a great episode. It was so fun. I've been working my ass off to get Carl back on the show. Um, I feel like a lot of people in the audience who haven't heard that episode would actually enjoy it quite the amount and then season 2 episode 3 is called hear me out and it's 47 minutes and 47 seconds and that one has Damien that's the Damien's first appearance it says thanks for tuning in this episode was fun to make me and Dame just go through some fun um, hypothetical questions in quotations online touch base on some news headlines and we end the combo with something pretty deep let me know what you guys think and this episode did well as uh, also, like, a lot of people really liked it, I got a lot of good feedback about it, and I think some of the hypothetical questions were some of the leftover ones from the Carl episode that I never got a chance to ask Carl because we talked so long, so those were super dope, and then the news headlines we touched base about were completely and utterly during like that time of July 14th it was during that time's news and I think it was something to do with I think it was that athlete that had got suspended from uh, from participating because she had smoked weed after her mom died and then I, I networked a tad bit and I wanted to make this episode with the guy that customized my shoes mm-hmm. and it was only 21 minutes long and it was pretty cool because that guy that made my shoes they were he came onto the show and a custom shoe guy and, and how he makes like money off that and how you know that the life of being one of those artists is Um, That's that's one that not a lot of people really tuned into because it's kind of I like to call them filler episodes And then Riley one airbrush guy zero is the story of me getting arrested while I was on vacation And then we break off there for a few months. It looks like about three or four And then that's when I start season three and season three is still active and we're about 13 episodes deep and season three has Uh, it's got a linear direction to it, just people probably don't know that, but I'm going to tell you that in probably the next episode. Um, So that's that was kind of my thought process and stuff. Or not my thought process, but the summary of me in the last year uh, of my episodes and whatnot. The ideas that spawn these... I can't tell you like some things I just see on the internet and I'm like yeah I have to talk about that and there's some things that I think to myself and I'm like oh damn. Like in the Loyalty Love episode that was 110% just questions from the audience. Those those were all audience questions and recommended and then um, So What's Real I think was because a lot of people wanted me to keep talking about Sykes from the first episode. So I found somebody that I was familiar with doing that. And, you know, it was just like, I like to contour my episodes to who's going to be on the show. Because if I if I know who's coming and what they'll talk about, then I can create an episode that would be rich in content. Rather than trying to force the guest to talk about things that I want to talk about. And then make something that's rather dry. But... Um, I also have a new layout that I've developed for the episodes and I have a co-host being announced rather soon. Um if somebody guesses it right, I'll feature you on the podcast. And if the co-host tells you who he is, I'm not gonna feature you on the podcast. You don't get you won't get a thumbs down from me. Rue, could you chew a little quieter, please? You're the greatest. Um So, there's a couple things that I just would like to talk about first, um, before the episode's over, and one of them being a question I received the other day at work, um, one of the customers had come up to me, and he said, I got a question for you bud, and I said, okay, what's up, he said. If somebody is born deaf what language do they think in and like I looked at him like he was a fucking idiot for a second and I was like my first thought was do they have the voice in their head and then I, I sat and argued with myself for a while and I can't tell you the answer to that question but what I can tell you is that I learned via that question, because I was like, well, maybe they could think in pictures, you know, instead of words. I thought maybe they would think in pictures instead of ra- instead of words, but I-, I looked up that question. Do, do deaf people have voices, in, like that little voice in their head? I'm going to look it up again just to give you guys the direct answer. It said, if they've ever heard their voice, deaf people may have a speaking internal monologue, but it's also possible that this internal monologue may be present without a voice. When asked, most deaf people report that they don't hear a voice at all, instead they see the words in their head through sign language. And then, I learned after that, that there is multiple different languages of, like, different languages of sign language. Yeah, that, I mean, does that make sense? There's, like, a Spanish sign language, and an English sign language. And it's crazy, like, yeah. Yeah, Spanish sign language is sign language used in Spain, just like how Spanish is completely different from English, SSL is completely different from ASL. So you're telling me, does that mean like, the accents of the hands are different? Or, I'm so confused, bro. I'm gonna let you guys ponder about that for a wee moment. But anyway, that that question that I received, if they're born deaf or yeah what language do they think in that's right that's 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 crazy because I mean it really made me think that like if, if I was born in literally like any other country I would literally just know their language because I just heard them saying it instead of the English words which is which is why that guy made me kinda angry at work for hit me with such a dumb question in the middle of a shift, but, I don't know. I think I'm going to go to the next fucking thing, because I'm rambling. Um, and then, I have just this random question that I saw on, I think it was Reddit. It says, if chickens and elephants were the same size, who wins in a fight? And I wanted to answer this question alone, because I'm not going to get called an idiot on, on air by my own guest, and... And I'm gonna say The chicken probably wins But dude the elephant has tusks But the elephants like Intimidation factor is the size of it. So I guess if mm, Would I rather have the the chicken grow to the elephant size or the elephant shrink down to the chicken size? Okay, I think I think that, well, shit, man, I'm gonna analyze it like this. Um, if they were both the chicken size, I'd say chicken because motherfucker fast. I don't know how fast the elephant would be if he was that small, but I do know that those tusks would have to be used very, 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 well if he wanted to hit the chicken at all and that's really the only weapon he's got on him since the size factor doesn't matter Um, as far as the chicken goes it's got both the beak and it's little feet talon things and I'm pretty sure the the wings be some some bitches to deal with sometime Um, but if they were the elephant size I think the elephant has a chance dog you know why because those tusks are heavy when they're that big and it's, like, hard to defend against the, the the, tusks if you're a chicken with just feathers as your, like, you know, your midsection protection. I mean, I don't know if the chicken would even be faster at that size because of how big and heavy it would be, you know? I, f- I feel like they might they might slow them down a little bit. I think the elephant's got a chance if they're both the elephant size because that boy would, like, shove you with his face and, you'll have two punchers in your chest that are six feet apart and you're hanging up like somebody's fucking clothes drying in the wind buckaroo but then I mean I guess the elephant doesn't really have a defense against the beak I don't know if the chicken would be able to use its fucking legs that big but if it would I mean elephant got tusks take one of the legs off break that shit in half it's got weight on its foot and that chicken's leg is real thin so it probably would be hard for the elephant to like step on its leg and <laughs> break that shit but yeah i just wanted to provide my opinion on th- that subject on my own because i'm not about to get clowned by my own guests for how i feel about that question if you want to clown me personally in my dms that's fine but not on the air not about that question because i feel strong about them elephants um, and a question I received when asking a coworker, uh, for ideas for what to talk about, they said, "Would you sacrifice yourself for a stranger?" And I'm probably this is probably not going to be the last time you hear that question because I'm interested in hearing what other people have to say about that question. So you're probably going to hear that question a lot, um, over the next few episodes, probably. Um, um, but to answer the question, I think that it depends on, man, this is such a hard question to, to, to answer, in, in short, yes, in short, yes, I would sacrifice myself my life for a stranger Um, I just think that there is a fine line between when to sacrifice yourself for a stranger like unfortunately if I'm going down the street and a guy in a ski mask with a gun comes up to me and puts a gun in my face and he's like you know, give me your money or I'm going to shoot you in your head and and if I didn't give him my money and then instead of shooting me in the head because he, he wouldn't want to like kill me or something he like shot me in like the, the leg or the fucking stomach or something I wouldn't ever just like look over on the street and see somebody that had witnessed it and be like dog what the fuck like you could have just stopped that you know like he's probably scared too or maybe he's looking out for the guy and making sure there's no fucking cops coming I don't know but I'm not gonna like I'm not going to expect a stranger to sacrifice themselves for me if that makes sense. Um, but any case, in any situation, if there's a child's life on the line um, or a, a disabled person's life on the line, or an elderly person's life on the line, or a pregnant woman's life on the line, or, you know, anything like that. I feel like circumstantially circumstantially you're almost obligated depending on the state of the person at risk. That's when you're like, Alright, well maybe maybe my life is is you know maybe if I intervene here some some shit won't some shit won't happen. All I'm going to say is, circumstantially, yes, I would sacrifice my my life for a child that is on the verge of being killed, abducted, taken, um, abandoned, anything like that. You know, any any unfortunate and very bad circumstance a child could be in, I would sacrifice myself for that child. And the same for any handicapped or disabled person any pregnant lady um, and I would sacrifice myself probably it probably would be pretty easy for me to convince myself to go get mixed up in whatever was going on to try to help whoever is in danger um, I would be really salty though if like I died and it was for nothing because like Imagine running over, thinking you're about to help somebody, and then you just poof, shot in your face and dead. Like that would suck. So anticlimactic. But I mean, at the same time, I guess it's the thought that counts. Um, but that's a really like hard question to answer for real. Like, would you sacrifice your life for some, like, for a stranger? I want I want people to think about that. Would you sacrifice your life for a stranger? I feel like there's certain circumstances where I would. Probably not sacrifice my life for a stranger. I'd probably be struck with fear, or you know, I'm, I'm a pretty big though. Well, that's not my business, guy. You know, like I see some, like you know how you know what happens to a witness, man. I don't gotta really say much, do I? And there's some circumstances I'm not gonna get wrapped up in, and there's some I wouldn't mind being on a newspaper for, being on a T-shirt about. I w- there's some circumstances I wouldn't mind, you know, sacrificing and putting my life on the line for somebody that could do a lot more for the world, or could provide a lot more, or, I mean, yeah, that's that's really all I got for everybody today. Thank you for listening to me for the last year. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate everybody listening to me, listening to me for the last year. Uh, it's been one hell of a journey, one hell of a growing curve and learning curve for me, um, but I feel like it's going well. I feel like people are digging it you know i think that i think that there's another at least another year in me i mean good old brad told me 5k by the end of the year i think or maybe it was christmas i don't know but uh i mean other than that this is only the second solo episode i've done so i mean it's probably still a bit choppy and not the best but i'm still getting used to it it's really hard to talk by yourself um you know, let let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys feel. How you guys feel about the podcast so far? If you've tuned into the early episodes and if you've liked where this is, where this podcast is going. If you if you like where Don't Mind Me is headed and what we're creating. Um, what I could change. What I could do different. Where I could be better. I'm not I'm not opposed to constructive criticism. Um, there's not a lot that really hurts my feelings, and I'm always trying to be better at, at creating content anyway. So super excited to hear everybody's got to say um other than that thank you for joining me uh i'll see you guys on friday oh and stay tuned for that co-host announcement it's coming up